we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast, it comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. It's going to be very germane. This show started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, well, um, get bored. Comes down to get bored. And, you know, what else are you going to do on a Saturday night after drinking too much coffee and can't get to sleep until, you know, three? And part of this is follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. Pretty much find me everywhere under that name. S-H-U-I-N. Back with you. As usual, uh, and there's there's a thing about that, maybe we'll kind of explain as we get along. Introducing you to the folks for this evening. As usual, from the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget Fitch. Again, full name. I'm so far. See, when I'm drinking orange juice with nothing else doctored to it, funny enough, I actually remember what my job is. Hi, good morning. Hi. It's almost morning here, but not quite. And off to the right coast. Um, I, I got nothing. Unrenowned tech. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, on a positive, I figured out that if you take uh, certain kinds of dry rub and you mix it into a five cheese blend before putting it on the pizza, you get an amazing barbecue pizza. Hmm. That's, yeah, okay, that's doable. Just got to be careful on the salt side of things, you know, so make your own blend. Yeah, yeah, there is, yeah. There is that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of th- couple quick things to let everybody know about. Uh, my son went back to college today, so I'm trying very hard to hold myself together tonight. Not the way that you might think. It's just more a matter of, I had morning yawns about an hour ago, which usually that's the 20-minute warning for me. So uh, if I get a little, um, that's part of why. Item number two. Uh, for those of you that have mentioned about the audio buzz on my microphone, I know. I know. Nobody is less happy about it than I am. Trust me. The problem is very likely with the power supply that supplies into the mixer board that I use. Unfortunately, the company, Behringer, when they go to their website to try to find out, hey, how do I get this serviced? Everything for their service department says, Warranty servicing. I can't easily find anything that says, hey, can I send this into you guys so you can fix it for me? Again, not easily, which means I will probably have to crack open the wall wart and take a look and try to figure out what in the hell is going on. Mm. I'm not thrilled. For the time being, however, uh, the guys can't hear it on Discord, but you guys who are listening through OBS over on YouTube, you will end up hearing that I have tried to put a filter on here so that while I'm not talking, it drops everything out. At least I'm, I'm hoping that's the way that it's supposed to work. I'm, I'm doing my best with what I got because, believe it or not, I can't hear it because of the way that the audio system works under Windows and the way that this works. So I'm sorry. I'm trying it. <laughs> we do this for free. So, you know, this is a quality you get sometimes. And if you hear weird sound effects coming from my microphone, uh, I just gave my cat's catnip. 
drugged um, pussy. Kitties are happy kitties. Well, uh, so there's one that's called Cat Crack. That's literally the name of it. It's made in Canada. Eh? And um, what's nice is that it's actually safe for cats. Unlike some of the catnips out there that have chemicals in them that you don't want your cats to uh, ingest. So it's one of those, uh, you know, it's one of those where if this were to get out of the toy or even just sprinkled on the carpet, the cat's not in any danger. The other stuff you need to keep it in the toy kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, they love this stuff. Somehow that doesn't totally. So we got all that. If you decide that you would like to be joining us, by the way, you can uh, be here on YouTube while we're recording. And those nice folks over there. So, Stephanie, good morning. Yeah, we we chatted just a little bit before. Um, Things are doing well over there, you know, Great Britain ways, which is nice. Over here at Castle Don't Tribble, we are hovering around, you know, zero Celsius, plus or minus one or two, depending as to which way the wind is blowing. And Felis, hi, hon. Glad you're um, there was another piece I was going to make mention about, and now I've utterly forgotten what the hell it was. Eh, it's going to be one of those nights. Great. Uh, Bridget, I'm sorry. Did I did I cut you off? No. Um, I don't know. Whatever it was, it's gone. It's going to be one of those nights, man. It's going to be one of those nights. That's perfectly fine. Anyway. So, um, how about we get things started? Because uh, I was having a really hard time trying to figure out what to talk about. And as usual, because, you know, coming up under the weekend, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> 12 hours before it's showtime, got to come up with something. So, yeah, this is, this is a little bit. So. so, let me get things started over here. With five minutes on the clock, your five minutes starts. Now, heretic. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you right now that are listening are kind of wondering what the hell was that thunk? What the hell's going on? Yeah. I, I am wearing my crown to the great noodly one himself because, as mentioned on Facebook and, and remembered, we lost our good friend, heretic woman, a couple years ago. Not happy about that. Not in any way, shape, or form happy. I mean, who would be? I mean, the little the little bulldog that she was. I mean, who in the hell could have possibly wanted to see? Well, okay. I'm sure that some of my co-hosts would say that there are some married Muslim men who would have very gladly seen her go away because, well, they can die in a fire as far. Be that as a she's good. She was somebody that you did not want to be on the bad side. And it was hard to be there. Really, really was. She was a font of information like you would not believe. It's been a couple of years. And according to legend, you can still hear the moaning, wailing, and complaining of her computer's RAM chips, bitching about all of the Chrome tabs that she had open up until the day. 
first to how she died. It's one of those things, man. That's the thing that hurts. You know, there, there is just no rhyme or reason. It, it just happened. For me, I have the same kind of thing that I have to deal with myself. And fast approaching 18 years, my wife's past, the you know, cancer just kind of happens. There are times, yeah, where there are factors that go into it causing it, sure. But, you know, there, there are some people that could be a, a, a pack a day, two pack a day smoker for 20 years and, you know, they go in for a checkup and they don't even have a, a, a they don't even have a cough to their name. And then other people who they had a couple of hits off of marijuana and screwed up their brain chemistry enough that they've got you know stuff so for us to be angry at the way that the numbers turn up yeah i mean we could we could just go ahead and say that you know rational people that we are we know full well there's a bell curve of what happens in life and sometimes that bell curve is death I mean, we, we know full well that from the time of our birth, the chances of us dying get progressively higher every day, every minute, every hour that we're alive because inevitably that is going to end up. Question when? The bright part about our about to share some time. She was great. She was tiny. Redhead had all the spit and spunk in the world. Okay, probably saying spit and spunk at the same time in the same breath for her probably would not have gone over well. She would have been laughing. Cackling the whole way down, and rightly so. But people like that, you don't. Not easily. That the ones you do a lot because people they're us they're the ones who have said enough of this bullshit here's how I may not be able to live up to that kind of legacy well, very many of us that can but I'll do my best to keep her life in our memory collectively because trust me, if there is any way, any way whatsoever that she would come back to haunt my ass because I didn't, you think I want to take that chance? I know. It's not very rational. But it's exactly the same kind of fun. Yeah, bye. And really... Guys, since, uh, since got a couple of seconds while I literally change hats over. Yeah, you tell me. Would she or would she not have all kinds of fun if she could come and haunt the shit out of me just to be able to say, not telling people about me. The hell's wrong with you? Tell me she wouldn't. Uh, honestly, I think she would have other things to do. 
Yeah. If first off, if she could actually haunt you, that would mean that there actually is an afterlife, right? Yeah. Which means for some reason, Houdini never contacted his wife. Uh, no, Which means it, it was his, no, you're right. You're right. It was his wife. And then his daughter kept it going. Right. right. So anyway, uh, and, and I have no doubt that Houdini loved his family very much because it's what kept him going through show business. Oh God. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who have made those kinds of commitments just because of human nature and have not been able to fulfill them. So that being the case, that tells me there's a rule set if there was truly an afterlife. And if Heretic Woman was able to come and tap you on the shoulder and, and say those things to you, she somehow has gotten past a rule set that however any, many other spirits couldn't. And seriously, <laughs> wouldn't she be the one to do it, though? Uh, I could think of a whole lot of people that would do it long before her, but she would definitely be amongst them. Yeah. I, I would like to think that Carlin would find a way, but you know, that's just me. No, actually I think Carlin wouldn't bother because he probably had enough of humanity right before he passed. Yeah. That's, that's a good argument. Sadly. That's <laughs> if, a, that's if anything, if Carlin, Carlin did were to do it, he would probably do it in secret and make sure his family, uh, his, the people that he did care about didn't go off and talk about it. That's possible. That's possible. But I will have a uh, quick one shot uh, to the memory of Heretic Woman. Lahayam. Absolutely. Ooh, that's good stuff. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, that stuff that Dallin told me about. That um, the Contrao, I'm not French, I can't say it right, but it's an Aurora one where they blend the orange liqueur with the cognac. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so good. That is good stuff. Yeah, in fact, my bottles, this is the fastest I've ever gone through. Now, mind you, it's only three quarters of a liter, 750 mils. Um, Same size as my wine bottles. And I've had this for. Uh, what's today? The 21st or something like that. Okay. So I've had this for about a month and it's almost empty. That's the fastest I've ever gone through hard liquor. Any one hard liquor that is. Okay. Hard liquor is 750. Yeah. That, that'd probably be. A- yeah. I tend to do hard liquor in small doses. Uh, uh I mean, my twenties, I would have polished this bottle off in one day. Um, I probably would have done it in one day with a friend. Let me par- let no, me that's, correct that's, my my statement because fine. I drank with friends in my twenties. I didn't drink alone. No, that's that that's fine. I, I'm I'm trying to find a nice way of saying, well, you're twice the man you were then, but that doesn't come across <laughs> the right way. <laughs> I know what you meant. It's okay. All right, it's, it would have been good to bring to a con. That's true. Yeah, this that, this would have been. The bottle's beautiful, too. Cool. That actually works out uh, as, as a great segue, believe it or not, to the horrible school. Plain, because there is a very special bag most people should have when discussing this. You'll figure it out. It's time for the horrible school. I know where you're going. And but I was just going to say that cons are so much fun because everybody brings something different and you kind of like share with everybody. 
there. And there have been some, you know, nice surprises. I mean, I've had that coin card that he's talking about before, but, you know, had people bring the uh, Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey or the uh, Jack Daniels Honey or whatever, and people just share. Yeah. Um, the sharing's nice as long as you have your own cup. Well, yeah. You, but you always get that one idiot who decides to take a swig out of the bottle and ruin it for everybody else. Not always. It, it, there, there is there is something to be said for that. Most I, people were good about bringing cups and just passing the bottle around, you know. Yeah. And at um, ReasonCon, I was very proud to be up there. My, uh, that was yeah. So let's go ahead and do this. Have the horrible scopes. So for those of you that know what your astrological sign is, cool. Those of you that don't, grab up a D twelve and roll that because that's about all it's good for. It or if really you isn't. want the new age stuff, there is the D thirteen. Uh, there's also a D seven, but you know most people have already got, um, you know pencils that they can roll. And by the way. <laughs> This week, yeah, D7 actually looks like it's pencil. That's that's exactly the design for it with seven <laughs> sides. This week, I know I have it. I was asked for quote something good and something bad, <laughs> and there was no rhyme or reason as to who it was supposed to be for or to what degree. So basically, I was supposed to do the Thanos snap on everybody, but to somebody. So I decided to do the nice thing. I completely randomized everything. Thank you for allowing me to roll D12s and D20s for half an hour straight to figure this all out. So with last week's... Yeah? No, no, I'm sorry. I was chuckling. I apologize. So with last week's D20 theme, let's roll for attacks. Let's see who ends up rolling a natural one. Fair warning. I made sure there were no duplicate D20 roll. Aries, you rolled a 10. This gives you a disadvantage against your random encounter with, yes, I rolled randomized for all of these, a flying snake. Good part is that you know it, it'll be attacking from above. The bad side to that is... Unless you are intentionally looking up and you tell your DM this, you're about to be attacked by surprise. I sincerely hope you are not the healer of the group. Taurus, you rolled a 16. Since your random encounter is with a giant toad, you should be in relatively okay shape. Crouch down. Put a shield in front of you and prepare to slit its belly with the dagger when it jumps over you. Unless it starts singing the Michigan rag. <laughs> Thank you. There's a certain age limit where that joke works. <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello. No. <laughs> now I got the dancing frog in my head. Thank you. you. Think, by the way, you think you're laughing now. You're going to be the last on the list. Congratulations. Oh, really? Wait for it. You got first. Okay. okay. Who's on second? Uh, or what's on second? Sorry. Gemini, you rolled a 19. 
And trust us, that's a good roll because your encounter is with a dire wolf. The best thing you've got going for you is it's alone. They are fast. We'll try to knock you down and might have more hit points than you do. You best pray to the great God Murphy for three more rolls like that, or this is going to be a short game. Uh, fun fact, I have seen a party of noobs TPK, total party kill, by one dire wolf. Yep, like I said, the great God Murphy better smile on your ass, because Lord knows that dire wolf won't. Cancer Moonchild, you rolled 18. And just like Gemini, you're going to need that because you just met a lion. And if you think backing up to get a better defensive position is going to help, <laughs> you're out of your freaking mind. With a 10-foot running start, lion can long jump up to 25 feet. Your best bet is to charge into it and hope for a really, really good crit roll. Leo, you rolled a 17, which is honestly kind of a waste. You're matched up with a crab. One crab. One silly little two-hit point, dumber than a bag of hammers that would squash it, flat crab. It's not even worth killing, so you can cook it up for food. Just let your wizard's familiar kill it for the XP. Virgo, you rolled a six. You. <sighs> yeah, bad news there, Virgo. You're likely not going to enjoy all the gossip after this encounter. Your monster is a satyr. Yep. A goat-horned, loincloth-wearing creature of hedonistic lust. Let's all hope your wisdom saving throws are good. Otherwise, your party won't see you till the morning. And uh, just a little metagame there. I would avoid the uh, whatever's in the mug that the satyr's drinking. Mm. It offers you it. It's a, it's a, that's a really that uh, That goes for pretty much everything from the forest. Because you know, Faye will do that to you, too. Brownies. Oh, God, yes. Oh, brownies oh, are able. Brownies are great. You bake them in the oven, they taste great. Okay, now see, now, now, now. <laughs> see, at least I put loincloth wear in. I could have put barely loincloth wear in. Actually, I should probably cheat. Libra, you rolled a... Th it's not a great roll. It's not the worst against a harpy. Since they can sing to charm adventures, you might want to have the magic user cast silence on the party so they don't get charmed. Just remember, Fireball will roast all its feathers and cause all kinds of havoc to it. Yeah, if you're going to if you want your party member to cast Fireball, do not silence your party member. Silence the harpy instead. No, 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 no. Sil silence the party. Push the magic user outside of the silence because I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, that only that only it, it depends on how you've done silence. You can do silence in a sphere of an area or you can target 
with silence. Well, no, you 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 target whoever's got the the, the biggest torch. Keep it keep it centered with everybody. The yeah, way to you do, can it, do that. Right? Yeah. Does torch have to roll a Constitution check? Again? You know what? Oh, oh, later, later, we'll talk about all. Bridget, you got Scorpio. Oh, yeah. You rolled a three. A freaking three? Really? You know what? Sure, fine. You get a spider. One hit point of life force in it. Are you the wizard of the group? Is your familiar still alive with the craft? Let it have this one too. Yeah, it's just a I love playing wizards. <laughs> I like blowing up stuff. I I'm I, I'm I'm the annoying guy. I like playing monks. Yeah. And when they put in the light-based monk that could actually shoot essentially waves of light from their hands whenever they punch, I pissed off a lot of dungeon masters. Especially when we went to visit the drow. <laughs> they take extra damage. They take extra damage. Everything takes extra damage. <laughs> And you get a sunburn, and you get a sunburn, and you get a sunburn. Yeah, that was essentially it. He he figured out how to mess me up using the spiders underground with the webbing and everything. But oh, it, it, it was I pissed off three different DMs doing that. Sagittarius, you rolled a two. What the hey? What is this? The Will Wheaton dice curse happening here? Okay, well, unlike the giant toad earlier. You get a frog, not even a giant frog, just a normal every day. Make sure you don't run over it with the lawnmower frog. One hit point to it. Maybe if you kite the frog into the path of the spider, they'll fight each other first. Yeah, we discussed that last day and, and we've basically come to the conclusion that uh, this might not be such a good idea because between the frog and the spider, whichever one is left is going to be the strongest of the two. Might level up, yeah. Yeah, that that. I mean, if you want an idea of a bug leveling up, I saw somebody posted on online a video of a praying mantis killing a bird. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not even an I Australian. Didn't they, I didn't know that they could do that. I always thought, oh, they only attack bugs. Oh, they're tiny and cute. And it's like, nope. it can kill a bird. Um, a little, that's a loss of a hand for me. It's it's, it's a little bird, mind you. It's, but it was it, a bird. It, but it was a bird, yes. Orb weavers will be able to do the same thing. But then again, birds are kind of stupid and fly into them. Orb weavers. Capricorn, you rolled an eight. <laughs> um, this might end up. Uh, this might end up well for you. Uh, might not end it all. Uh, let's hope you're on dry land because you're going to need that advantage since your foe is a merfolk. They are elegant underwater, no lie, and, and sure, they can breathe air, but with only a tail instead of legs, they're kind of hobbled long range. Throw a bag of salt at them and hope your DM has a sense of humor. Aquarius, you rolled an 11. Well, this is an overkill roll. Wrapped. You got a wrapped. A simple one hit point wrapped. 
You're going to need to kill it yourself since Wizard's Familiar is just sick of your laziness at this point. Just kick it or something. Did you kick it? Did you did you poke, did, poke it with a stick? Did, did you did you read Ed? Yes, sir. No. No, you 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 don't have to, but I'm really hoping that you know what to do. Go for Wait. it, man. You Pisces, you rolled a four. Well, two was a frog and three was a spider, both with about one hit point each. So say it with us now. All with us. What's, What's the, the worst, worst thing, thing that could happen? happen? Congratulations. Your random encounter is with drumroll, please. Wait, 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 wait. I get I get I get it. I'm waiting. I can't hear anything, man. It's going. No, it looks like you're doing something else in the video. Anyway, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Your random encounter is with a Triceratops. 95 hit points, 50 foot traveling speed, attacks to gore and trample. If your next roll isn't in that 20, just burn your character sheet and call it a night. Those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you got something that you liked, you freak, or you were one of those people that got lucky and Fed the familiar. By the way, I, I do need to inject. Mm. On the YouTube stream, mm. your drum roll came through just fine. It was quiet, but it came through. Yeah. Discord to Discord, the Discord oh, yeah. algorithm filtered it out for us. Well done. <laughs> so, that looked really awkward. <laughs> it, it looked so awkward. I was just like, what are you doing? You told me to wait. I do not think this is what we were going for in the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> You see this? You see this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I see nothing. I see nothing. Those are your horrible scores. I see nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> Not the first time I've been able to say that about you. If By you... the way, if you look in the show notes, there mm. is, uh, or in the notes uh, section of Discord, I put roulette dice from Kickstarter. Mm. Somebody figured out how to do a randomized dice spinner. Huh. Maybe, yeah. we'll, maybe we'll add that for fun. Yep. If you would like a nicer or nastier uh, horrible scope for yourself or someone else, all you need to do to feed the beast is ask, because I, I, I work cheap that way. Real I, cheap. I live, I live off of vanity, basically. I'll have these posted as usual uh, at the end of the week. Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, or whatever hasn't imploded by that point. By the way, the last ones uh, I did check on on Tumblr. The last ones that were all like D and D themed, I actually got a number of uh, a number of D and D centric Tumblr posters who took notice of it, which was cool. I don't think I'm going to make a living off of it anytime soon, but hey, it's there, so that thing works around. It is episode 437 on the docket, Your Honor. So what's the point? It's basically all I could come down to. Because it is a new year, which, by the way, you know, happy uh, happy bunny year to all of you that celebrate. I didn't do anything for Chinese New Year just yet, but, you know, I've been busy. 
maybe maybe I'll uh, defrost some uh, some uh, you know pork make some pork fried rice is I mean pork fried rice trust me it's easy. Uh, but beyond that really you know it is it is the new year it is the new calendar year it is the new um Chinese year so it seems like a pretty good idea to just kind of back up take stock double check what it is that we think that we're doing and really remind everybody this is what we do this is what we are this is why we're here in the first god place because you don't kind of lose track of that easy because just too damn much stuff so long and short of it we're here because there are people who believe in um Millennial, multi-millennial old fairy tale myths and refuse to uh, set it aside for modern day um, life in the computer age. You know what? That's it. Roll credits. We're done. It's pretty well what it comes down to. Okay. Maybe there's a little bit more to it than that. Fine. We keep doing what we're doing because there are literally people. We've all come up through religion in some way form, and we've stepped out of it after whatever took us out. There, there are plenty of different ways, and we're of the people who are who basically say, "Look." You want uh, you want an opportunity to kind of think about why these things are, how they happen, why they happen, what what set of dominoes came into effect to set you down the path, one way or another. You know, we'll we'll talk you through. We'll explain the way that we see it. You don't always see it the right way. You don't even always see it the the completely factual way. But what we do do is try to give folks who might be questioning, might be wondering, am I right? Give them a, a, a spot to talk with us, to examine what it is that they think might be going on for themselves, for the world, and maybe think about. Questioning is good as far as we're concerned, because when all is said and done, Let's see, how, how did he word it? Dr. Feynman, I believe he worded it as, I would much rather have, and I would much rather have questions without answers rather than answers without questions. Just want to be able to give everybody an opportunity to say, I don't agree with you, but let me find out why you think that way so that, uh, well, let's see what comes of it from So let's uh, let's let's give you a real quick uh, recap. I was born in Brooklyn to uh, a Roman Catholic family, Italian mostly, uh, from uh, mostly from a family of immigrants. Um, I grew up on Long Island in very much a Catholic area. I went through catechism. I went through all the stuff up to and including, by the way, 
there is even a thing in Roman Catholicism or just before you get married. So all that religious teaching and whatnot that you go through for, you know, years and years and years until you're like 16 and you go through what's called confirmation and you promise yourself to the church for the rest of your life. Yeah, at 16, you're supposed to be able to make that kind of a decision for you. Nice. And, well, I, I was a true believer. I basically became an apatheist because I care. I went through the Roman Catholic thing for the, the wedding for my wife because she grew up with it. She wanted to do it. And, um, well, it just, over the years, it just became a matter of, and over the years, it's finally become a matter for me of just, yeah, um, the more I listen, the more I find out, the more I question, the more I realize, yeah, that was, that was kind of a waste of time. There was a lot of uncomfortable days, well, hours in my youth, of sitting on a really hard and uncomfortable wooden pew in Roman Catholic Church that had no heat and no air conditioning. So in the summer and the winters, you can probably imagine, just wonderful. Ugh. Yeah. And now, these days, I'm fine. I'm one of those people that's just, uh, I'm just happy to just be me. I'm, I'm not a firebrand, normally. I have on occasion engaged in places like, you know, Facebook, because when all is said and done, I can screen cap everything and show everybody afterwards asshole they were. But like I said at the top, you know, I'd like to think that I keep the spirit of heretic woman alive in some of the stuff that I do. I'm not nearly as good as she was, and I don't make my ram scream because I don't have so many abs open at any one. I think, I think the, I think if I'm, if I remember right, I think the largest number that I ever saw off of hers was like 34 tabs. And I counted one time. I actually <laughs> I counted multiple times. I think 34 was the largest number that I ever caught off of one browser. If I remember right, she had like three of them open at any one time. So just amazing she didn't crash her computer more often mm. more often um tech you and i have known each other the longest so i think you you get you get the next step up on them. Uh oh and keep it under 10 minutes i'm done And you wonder why you can't have a second date anymore. Oh. Oh, that was so below the belt. It was. At least with the drumsticks, you were making a motion. I'd made another motion. I smiled yeah. at you. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Well, you got involved with this whole damn thing because, well, I, obviously it wasn't for the huge paycheck involved. No, um, 
I think it was a series of reasonings. So, for example, I remember your Wednesday night shows when I would listen to them being played through my BlackBerry while I was using uh, a, an instant messaging utility, a third-party utility that tacked into IRC and all the other services that had any kind of API uh, availability. And in the middle of the night when I couldn't sleep, And I remember us doing like the quiz shows and all sorts of stuff. And then that slowly progressed into us conversing more often. Uh, you expanded your shows out and then you came up with the idea for this show. And when you asked me at that point in my life, I had gone through um, a whole lot of hell. I had gone through the custody battle. I had gone through um, the child support stuff. I had gone through changing of jobs. I had gone through uh, losing the home I was in and having to move. I had gone through a lot. And I had a lot of revelations that come from going through a lot of hardships in life. And the way they force you to rethink the things that are going on. And when you told me about the show, I was like, this is something different. You know, I can say something. I can have a chance to speak and be heard. And I don't know who's going to listen. And, yeah, part of me got that little bit of that ego of going, ooh, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe we'll have viewership like some of the, the greats. And then I realized, oh, it's me on here. No, this is ne that's never going to happen as long as I'm on the show. So, which is really surprised me. You haven't kicked me off yet, because <laughs> I know I got things wrong in the past on on different episodes, especially in like the the first hundred. Um, went back, corrected myself, but you know how it is. It's just like in the newspaper when they got something wrong, even if they put the correction on the front page, nobody paid attention to it because you know everybody got so many people go with the first impression and never go to correct it. unless they get hurt by the first impression eventually. Yeah. Or, or hurt because the first impression was misleading. Like, Oh, that's a nice person. And they turn out to be a very nasty person, take serious advantage of you. And then you reevaluate who that person is. But, um, it was, I saw the show, uh, uh, the format that you were talking about. I didn't, uh, and I thought I could roll with it. You know, hey, it's just two hours. It's midnight. I'm up anyway. What the hell? And um, so it was a little bit of what the hell, a little bit of I had anger. Uh, I wanted to get out. I had things I wanted to say, uh, even if nobody listened to me. I uh, wanted to throw ideas around with people that, uh, at least one person that I definitely respect. Um, but uh, if anybody gets the mis uh, misunderstanding, I have respected every host on this show um, in terms of their opinions, what they had to say, what they had to offer, and everything else. Um, I <laughs> so I think, yeah, it was a little of everything. 
it was the right timing. It was all the other stuff that I mentioned. And, uh, you know, we have lots and lots of shows with people who have PhDs. We have shows with people who, you know, have experience of decades and decades of experience of research and, and study and, and everything else. And at the time, I want to be part of a layman show. Because that's what I am. I'm just a layman. I'm jack of all trades. Oh, shit. I'm a bard. God <laughs> damn it. Fuck. <laughs> well, uh, you say that, and, and then I have to be the one to remind you. High enough? You know, we, no, can, we, can, work I, on, we can work on that. We can work on that. You know who has you know who has a better Christmas score? Everybody, everybody. Enchanter. No, have you ever seen uh, the animated series called The Legend of Vox Machina? Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, oh god, what what is um, what's that little bard's name? I forget his name. Uh. Tool. I might as well just call him Tool. No, no. God damn it! Don't do that crap to me. Yeah, I, I know who you mean, but I, I don't. I I haven't watched the series enough to, to. No, I've watched the series enough that I should remember, uh, and I love this stuff. But the um... <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I, I just screwed that up. I think it's Pike, it wasn't it? Right now, couldn't I? You know, in a couple of weeks, it's been. I, I watched it from start to finish really quickly. Um, I I binged the damn thing is what I did, and um, <laughs> when I watched him, that little character Bard, I was like, oh god, I wish I was that guy. Well, not no. Then I rephrased my thought process because it's like. No, I'm I'm not that guy. I, I don't want to do what that guy does. <laughs> like, yeah, he has uh, more of varied interests than I do uh, in people, but I wish I had his um, his bravado and his uh, when he rocks, right? Rocks the music and all that is like, oh, yes, that that I'd like to be able to do. And it's like, uh, but I can't. I'm the guy who works the backstage curtains, the lighting, and the sound. Without you, there is no I love I mean, bards. I like I used, a good bard, too. I used to team up with one in EverQuest years ago. This is like Don't get me started during, on EverCrack. Like, Team 98. And uh, I can't remember what country she was from, if she was German or what. <clears throat> but she was in a Euro guild. And she and I would tag team a lot. And I love traveling with her because she had all the speed songs and stuff like that. So that made running from here to there a whole lot faster. And then I could blow shit up and then she would do her thing. And she was good at kiting and then I would pick stuff off. My um, only success as a bard, my only success as a bard, was I decided to play a dragonkin bard who was uh, lawful evil 
So think Darth Vader. Okay. And, um, or a politician. And <laughs> I'm sorry, would you stop repeating yeah. yourself and just go on? Move yeah, on? yeah, exactly. Um, who played the bagpipes. <laughs> and what I did was, is I was the designated distraction and I distracted a whole building of bad guys into focusing on just me in a situation where they weren't technically allowed to fight me with any kind of weapon because I wasn't using a weapon. And that allowed my whole team to bypass the complete, the complete, uh, all the entire fight sequences, except for the final uh, fight, which was supposed to trigger everybody else if none of the other events had triggered. And so my distraction completely avoided the trigger event as well. So they got a tiny mini fight. They, they bested the fight. They got the, the loot and everything else. And meanwhile, my guy was rolled up, gagged, and thrown under a bed. <laughs> so good time and my bagpipes were and my bagpipes were thoroughly destroyed so then i went on i wanted to go on a quest to get them repaired and the dm said not a chance in hell like i said so a good time was had by all mm-hmm. that was my only success as a bard every other time i played a bard i have failed miserably had your bagpipes i would call that a win <laughs> It was better than getting my face destroyed. Well, speaking of Evercrack, I have to ask you if you are familiar with Fancy the Bard. The who? Fancy the Bard. He beat EverQuest at level five. And they had to end up changing the rules because of him. And I was actually gilded with him in on a PvP server in Flowers of Happiness. <laughs> But he would go down uh, and kite the sand giants all around and kill everybody. And he was level five, and yeah, they were over that level, and they couldn't do shit to him because he was only level five. Jeez. No, <laughs> um, I was not familiar with Fancy, but then again, when I played Evercrack, I was a soloist. Yeah, well, you're going to have to Google Fancy the Bard at some point uh, later, and it is hilarious. Th- there's already a website that apparently is dedicated to Fancy, the famous good team Bard. Yeah, that's him. Go, go, yeah. good. <laughs> go, go, good guys. Go, go, good team. Good team. Yeah. Yeah, go, go, good team. But, uh, yeah, I was I was gilded with him for a bit. <laughs> Look out, a train of monsters. Ah, like a normal train, but with monsters. Ah, instead of engines, cars, cabooses, etc. Ah! Yeah, I'm, I'm quoting stuff that he apparently has been saying. Yeah, that was the joys of playing on PvP. <laughs> nice asshole. Thanks, I'm a virgin. <laughs> wow, I mean, th- th- this guy's... He was legend. Get, should probably get this guy on the show. I'm... <laughs> Uh, there's only so much that I can do. And you know what? Heretic Woman would be laughing her asses off if she was reading this stuff. Oh, he was he was a hoot and got me out of some hot water a few times because after they changed the rules and stuff and you could kill people that were under level five, um, people would gank me all the time and they would have to come save me. 
because they camp my corpse. And as oh. soon as I respond, they kill me again. So yeah, flowers of happiness had to come save oh. me a few times. All I got in my head was female <laughs> Jenkins. <laughs> Jenkins. Okay. Well, apparently Fancy, uh, when he was playing, uh, finished a quest to get his tunic, and in game the trumpets played. So he shouted out to anybody around in the area, I won the game, I found the end to EverQuest, and I won. <laughs> I, I, you know. I, I think that kind of beats the whole uh, uh, Leroy Jenkins thing. Uh, I fancy was just, uh, he, he was a legend. Um. <laughs> Oh God! He did the "You've Got Mail" quote. You know what? We'll we'll yeah. one of us is going to put a little note in in, in our chat so that we make sure that we link you folks to something. I I got it. I'm sending it now. Virginia. I'll also I'll also send you the link to Vox Machina. So, Bridget came on board against my better judgment. Is how it came. Why was it against her better judgment? Because at the time, you, well, I had concerns. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. At least nothing happened. But you were right to be worried. So. But the reason why I'm here, it's a heretic woman's fault. She and I met at RaisinCon 2, and she said, we need more female representation on this podcast. And she was right. And so she said, you really ought to talk to Shujin. And I felt like I had stuff to say. Pike, Pike is the... Uh... Oh, oh, wait, no. Pike he was the captain of the Enterprise. And because of where I lived, there were some things that I was up to that could have gotten me in some serious trouble, like as far as like an employee or having my house burned down or something fun, you know. And before anybody starts kind of wondering, well, all right, that's a little hyperbolic. First off, congratulations. You're one of our people. You actually understand the word hyperbolic. Well done. That is not a science fiction engine term. Well done. But, um... Yeah, joking aside, not not, not so, so far fetched. Hence the reason yeah. why I made it I made it abundantly that if there was if there was even the hint of anything to be concerned about, uh uh-uh, uh, nope. Everything in your power, otherwise you don't get on my show. And that's really that uh, I mean that that's not verbatim, but that is effectively what. I- oh yeah, I mean I had taken on Mike Pitts personally. You could have gotten a lot of enemies over that. Well, for the best that we know, you probably do, and we just don't know about it. Well, they don't know that I'm the one who did it. Well, just the fact that they're upset with somebody, the fact that you, you know, don't like. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I was in the closet, and I was told by an attorney to tiptoe my little ass back in the closet for my own good. And there was... But was when all was said and done, you know, I'm I'm very I'm very proud. Aww. Now your travel to get to this Yours is the one that disturbs me the most because Yeah, I was brought up Roman Catholic because, you know, family the family obligation, because you know, immigrant family. Well, couple generations. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was fundamentalist all the way and still have problems with it. Like this whole modesty culture thing. I still struggle with that. I probably always will. And I feel bad about it because my poor daughter or whatever she wears stuff if it's real short or whatever i have to just not say anything to her you know my instant reflex is to recoil but i can't do that because that's not right she hasn't done anything wrong yeah for those of you that might be outside of the it's for america uh, to say that we are a sadly puritanical society yeah people used to laugh at me when I was in my 20s when I was working because I still dressed like something off Little House in the Prairie or something which is kind of sad <laughs> I don't think I can say anything right now that um, won't be taken the wrong way by somebody. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, well, I've never seen photos of you back then, so I don't know. I'm just glad you are who you are today. And I know that there is at least. All right, I'm going to get away with this. Got to get away with this one just this once. I gave you a T-shirt to wear. After we you slept, did. before we even slept together, that's what I can get away with saying. <laughs> that's what I can get away with saying. Jeez. Now, would you like to explain to the studio audience what it means, or would you just like everybody to just go, um, we can leave them hanging. That's <laughs> perfectly fine. Like two ripe fruit. You snore. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> There's very few people that know that about me. You're lucky. <laughs> if you're intimating that this was the easiest way that my wife was able to stop hearing me snore by dying from cancer, I'll let you know I never So my story, mm-hmm. I'm sticking with it because I never heard it. So, <clears throat> by the way, yes, I am allowed to make these kinds of jokes. If black humor sometimes is all we've got, and truth be told, I've I've completely given up on the whole. Well, would she laugh at that? You know what? Uh, if she does, 
I'll I'll assign myself some antipsychotic medication. Thank you. Because that's tech. Well, me being a Rush fan girl that I am, I got a t-shirt that she just brought me that has mush on it, and it's from FurCon. Yep, a couple years back, uh, the nice folks over there at Fernal Equinox in Toronto, they did uh, they did con shirts that instead of it being Rush, it was Mush. So they had kind of the logo on it. They had the the faces redone as anthro uh, dogs, wolves. I forget exactly what it was, but it was. I mean, considering that it's Toronto way and you know Canadians and up there near Airport YYZ, bed leave. You know, you, you, kind of the thing. And I I brought an extra, and it was like, you know, here's. And I've worn it so much. It doesn't have holes yet, but it will eventually. It, it will. And that's, <laughs> and, and that's perfect. And now, okay, so the, the reason why that's, uh, this story is, believe it or not, important, because we were lucky enough, she and I, that we got the chance to meet face to face, actually in person, in what's otherwise referred to as meet space. Yes. Anybody remember that? Anybody? Anybody? Yep. Yep. I remember. But uh, yeah, we we met face to face at uh, ReasonCon. Unfortunately, at this time, as of recording, the last. Re- yeah. Which um, we we really would love if it were to happen again, but we'll see. I mean, it was two years between the first two, so I mean, it's been it's been a few last ones. But the reason why it's important is that we were lucky enough that we got the chance directly. Tag and I have. Never had the opportunity to actually physically meet each other yet. That is an important distinction. Yet. But we still have friendship. Even though it's quote unquote virtual friend. No, no, no. We connect. And we have great laughs when when we get together on these shows because we have we have things that we no, because we we've both shared trauma in the tech circles. There's trauma when you work in the tech circle. You wanna believe it or not? You are still right. You're not chiming in to say, yeah, bad things that happen. Bad things happen in IT and People who are responsible to fix them. These are their tales. Boom, boom. <laughs> I remember a great transition from token ring to Ethernet. It was a bad three weeks of rewiring. That's it? Well, Don't I mean, you want to talk about print servers? Or let's go back a little bit further. Would you like to discuss fax servers? 39Q71W. <laughs> 39Q71W. 
there are people right now who are just like, what are you talking about? Thank you, 7-1. That was the code to unlock Max, Max program. I forget which one it was. WinFacts. WinFacts. Because we used to spell it. That was the same code for everybody. Every license. Yep. Yeah. Once you knew it. And the thing was, is the enterprises figured it out pretty quick. <laughs> the home users, on the other hand, well, most home users weren't sending up a fax server. Most. But there were a few. Yeah. Um, no, I remember WinFax. Well, I remember WinFax Lite. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, why not install bloatware on yeah. woefully underpowered hardware from Gateway? Well, you know how it was. It's, oh, yeah. uh, the people in charge of the finances couldn't understand why they couldn't just, you know, use the same thing over and over again like everybody else did. You know, being kind of like I do. I read. No, no, I'm not talking about making use of what we have because we're within financial limitations. I'm talking about the CFO deciding not to go forward on that server purchase because they don't think the way we think because they refuse to see what we see. Even if we were like, I forgot, like how many times did I have to write up a validation of why a certain server needed to be purchased, why the money needed to be spent, how that money would actually end up saving money and how much it would cost to not get it. And then I'm going, well, this can't be right. Cause you know, if you're spending money, blah, blah, blah you know, anything that they, they, they would jump around to anything that's possible as long as it didn't come out of the budget. Yes. The days before people understood yeah. that return on investment is actually a valid line item. And of course, companies got away with throwing so much at IT's department and hitting them and nobody standing up for IT that departments started killing their training budgets. So now we have people who work for companies and the company goes in and it's like, okay, yeah, you're going to be a financial, you're, you're, you're hired for the financial analyst department, blah, 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 blah. And then they go to IT and go, my computer's not working. Okay, what's wrong with the computer? Well, I can't add these two numbers in Excel. You work in finances. You should know how to add two numbers in Excel. Well, stop being difficult and show me how to do it. It's like, no, I'm not going to show you how to do your own damn job. You should know how to do that. HR should have qualified you. What the hell's wrong? You know, this is not me. And then they complain about IT not fixing their computer, and suddenly IT is the bad guy. I have had those fights. I have not backed down from those fights. Now, believe it or not, this actually does properly segue back. Because we have been in the unenviable position. Because Heretic isn't here to pull her own goddamned weight because God. We are in the unenviable position being able to tell people that want to go ahead and tell us that they know the truth, life, and the word, or whatever latitude for us to be able to go ahead and tell them um everything that you've been taught is wrong about this and it's not all but and i can show you how you can find 
there's some people that have been more receptive than others. There are those that get very, very, very violently upset when we remind them that um, kitty diddling happens to be a modus operandi for the Roman Catholic Church. Want to accept the facts of the universe? It is what and the fun part about it, and I use fun in very large quotes here. Yes, the scare quotes maneuver goes like this, for those of you that are watching. It goes like this. Why? Because Heretic Woman herself is the one where we started with the whole, you know, doing air quotes the way that everybody else does it. It's just like, no, this is stupid. Let's do it this way instead. Okay, we're going to do it this way instead. And it stuck. For any of you that are wondering, what does that actually look like? Because I'm listening after the fact. Uh, go to the YouTube and figure it out. Worth it. I think so. Or at the very least, I haven't lost my camera connections. But Heretic Woman was fabulously infamous. Not famous. Infamous. Like I said earlier, for having gobs of... um browser tabs open because she had reference for various different biblical stuff all over the place, including amongst other things. Oh, right. Help me out on this one. She had a, she had a, a word doc, I think, or rather where she had been cataloged very specifically, uh, Quran information. So that when these people jumped on her, attacked her on on profiles on Facebook and whatnot, she was just like, oh, that's going to be this particular argument. Cool, I've already got that one labeled. Highlight, copy, paste. This is your argument. This is the answer to it. What else do you got? And went around and around and around. Some were just Joe Average schmucks. Some were uh, religious, um, Islamic higher people, priests, whatever the terminology would, and and um, and help me out. How, how many? How many? Um, how many marriage proposals did she get that were rescinded within like three days because they got upset with her? <laughs> She was pretty blunt. That laughter says that the answer is greater than zero. She had a lot of she had a lot of people that she pissed off. She had a lot of people that um, she infatuated and then pissed off. She had well, you know, you, you get the idea. Can we kind of hold up part of that flame, although not nearly. But let me tell you, these guys have have seen over the years because I have screenshotted and reposted stuff over on uh, Facebook, especially where people have gone ahead and said that um, that they're right and I'm wrong, and I have come back and said, well. No. And here's all my information. Here are all the links to all the information. Here's all the stuff. 
that's gone down through the years for 50 plus years that kind of show that I'm right. So, uh, what else you got? I've had a couple of people not so nice to me about it. And all I can say is go die mad. Especially that one guy that I knew back from high school who got all kinds of pissed off at me. What? He can, he can, he can fire. He might. The way things go for him, it's entirely possible. And I, I don't say that because of mean spirit. Just, well, he's been enough of an ass for as long as I'd known him. So uh, it's entirely possible it might happen. You know, it's one of those things. So we try to explain, we try to remind people that um, we're right when we're right. And like Tech said earlier, when we're wrong, well, shit, it's wrong. I won't use that argument again. And I will correct myself and I, not, I, will, I will avail myself of the information and learn. Maybe to a certain degree, that is where we are the most important. Because we are collectively not afraid to say, I was wrong. Remembered it wrong. The information I had was wrong. I didn't vet my sources and I got duped because sooner or later we all get duped. For any of us to think that we don't, that's the hubris that gets you duped. It's good to trust. So we do our best. So I've just realized I've been monologuing. God, that's not a good place for me to be when I'm tired. Drinking last of my orange juice. Yeah, that's going to be the last of the orange juice. Lahayim. No, I shouldn't say that. Ah, too late. Said it. Said it poorly, too. Well, that's what happened. You don't have enough phlegm in the back of the... Th Otherwise, you get it. That's my joke, and I'm... But what is it that we want? You know, I'm going to tell you what I, what I want and what I don't particularly care as far as the show is concerned. Because it's proven myself. What I want. I want to help somebody. Before we really got this thing rolling. Coming up onto uh, the first year of doing this. And I'm, I've, I've talked about this before. And you, you guys are going to have to help me out on this one. After. Coming up on the first year of doing this show. Wasn't sure what to do. Because I hadn't, I hadn't set up a website, I hadn't bought a domain, I hadn't done anything. It was just a bunch of us getting together on, uh, on uh, oh God, Google Hangouts at the time with YouTube. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were kind of talking through stuff and tried to, tried to keep it to an hour, kept running long. Finally, you know, finally, it's finally settling on, you know, two hours is about right. Long form poor cat. Uh, long form podcast 
English becomes the third language. And I asked Cash from Atheist on Air. And some of you are kind of wondering, well, that, who's that? Atheist on Air was, uh, was a podcast. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was more than just a podcast. Had a good time. Good people. Ash is good. I do keep in not exactly regular contact, but I check in on him every once in a while if I don't see anything posted from him to check make sure he's okay. How is he doing? Uh, I haven't checked in on him recently. Last I had uh, last I had checked on him when there was a, a a spell of nothing going on. He let me know. Yeah, I'm okay. Everything's cool. Okay. You know. I am the type of personality where I trust the people that I concern over that if they tell me they're okay, okay, we're, we're. so cash had been doing uh, atheist on air, which, uh, it, it was, it was fun. My God, it was fun. And I asked him, you know, at, at, uh, as we're coming up onto the first, you know, uh, what do you, basically I asked him, you know, what do you suggest to, you know, uh, to own with it, to, to get about it. And he told me, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be sl- somewhat paraphrasing. If you threw money at them, say you threw, you know, $2,000 into, into this endeavor, and you only ended up helping one, and you knew you weren't going to get any of that money back, and you're probably going to end up throwing a lot more money, a lot more elbow grease, a lot more sleepless nights about it. would you still do it? Knowing full well, you're not going to get any of that back, but you will have helped one person. And you probably won't even know about it. Yeah, of course. Then, brother, what the fuck is stopping you? Pretty sure I'm actually spot on on that. That's... So, a knuckle down. Bought the I bought the domain, which fortunately nobody had already. Imagine that. Set up all the uh, uh, all the stuff for you know, Facebook, Twitter, and went ahead and got things rolling. And I know, I know at this point that we have had uh, oh god, it's what seven, roughly seven and a half years. At the, we've had at least one person that we know that we help. I forgot her name off the top of my head. She was out Oklahoma way. Uh, was on the show a couple of times with us back then. And we helped her. Helped her find her voice. Don't know where she is right now. I can only hope that she's well for herself. I, I want nothing but. But, hey, I do want us to be, if it's a matter of helping somebody find their voice, not feel that they're alone, 
or maybe just to learn stuff that they didn't know about and that they can ask questions is where they can ask a question and not feel stupid. They just ask an honest question. You know, we don't know. Can explain it? Sure. Everybody knows something. Not everybody knows everything. Matter of fact, most of us don't. Those that say that they do. So we come on, talk, we discuss, we give perspectives. Not necessarily answer, because that's but I want us to be able to that's that was said and done. I don't know about you two, because you don't have quite as much direct work on this as you do, but keep coming back for more punishment. Who wants to go ahead and share with the class what they want out of this? Because I know it's not sleepless nights, because you're getting that. <laughs> a few more drops of orange juice. Yay! Um, I don't hope to get anything out of this anymore. Uh, I just hope to be able to better contribute. This is not a give me. This is a, more of be here for others if they need to bounce around ideas, uh, contribute what I can when I can, and uh, camaraderie, camaraderie. Sorry, can never say it right the first time. It's all right. I it's might right. not even say it right the second time, but I think I did. It's close enough, man. I I I, I speak typoese. Close enough. <laughs> typoese. God, I got to remember that one. I got to use that one at work. As an old. Uh, well, you know, if some of the people I work with speak in crayon, so. There, there's, there's, some, there's some sailors out there that know what I'm talking about. I going to say, for people who've got an Oki data, man, that's impressive. Oh, God. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> anyway. If you don't shut down those things just right. <laughs> So you wax everywhere. You want to continue in the capacity of being a teacher of sorts. Of sorts. More like a teacher's aide. That's fair. That's fair. And, and not the one that sits in the corner and just criticizes everybody. Because that one's the asshole. Yeah, I remember what's her face. Whatever grade it was. I can see her pick face in my head. I can't remember her name. Still pretty. She was a bitch. Sadly, <laughs> there are those types and and Bridget like I said, I know full well it's got to be a matter of sleep. Got to be what you get. I mean, it's okay. Uh, I have a problem with insomnia anyway. Okay. And I kind of like hanging out with y'all. Well, 
I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure out the, the nicest way of explaining that if I, if I could blush, I would, because that sounds sad. Oh. It's, it's nice to think that maybe we're just your way of coping with rippling sleep deprivation. <laughs> Guess that would be helpful. Well, Fine. I mean, yeah, we have helped some people, but you know, it's also helped me as well. Yeah, yeah, there have been a couple. Actually, there've been a couple of nights. There've been a couple. Which, uh, I mean, sideways, were it not for you, I probably wouldn't have ended up going down to reason. Aww. At least for Thank you on that. At least I don't get stage fright anymore. First couple of episodes, I was terrified. <laughs> Can't imagine. Just us. I know. It's just, I was. It's all right. It's all right. You got better. Yeah, yeah. Happened very often, but every once in a while, we can't shut her up. <laughs> That's true. Of course, I can't say anything because every, every once in a while, I, I get to monologuing time, and then it's like, oh shit, yeah, I, there, there are other people here. I should. No well, the nice thing is when Heretic Woman was really getting going, I could go take a nap. Dude. <laughs> Bridget, you say it, not me this time. I've insulted him. Well, she was good. And and she could man, she could talk up a storm. Memory service worked there at least one time where she went ahead and mentioned, Yeah, look at this over here in the Quran, yeah. A talking donkey. That's exactly what you want. Yep. Talking donkey. Just just casually talking with because yeah, asses do that. I don't think she ever really said quite like that, but the the wait. Well, she knew the Quran pretty well. Yeah, she did. Wait a minute. It was yeah, because uh, a snake in the Bible. And no, wait, there was a talking donkey in the Bible as well, and in the Quran. Pretty sure. Can you tell I have not studied this quite as much? Oh, is what it is. But yeah, she and she. You're you're exactly right though. I mean, get her, you get her wound up, and it's like, well, pff, I'm just gonna sit back and just turn my microphone off for a minute. Somebody wake me up with you. God. How do you miss her? By the way, as far as the animals in the Bible go, um. We had the talking donkey. We had the uh, snake. We had the serpent. Um, ironically, 
depending on which translation, uh, they really botched that one the fuck up. Um, the donkeys in numbers, if I remember correctly. Um, Sounds about right. There was a a bird that apparently, I think, it, I don't remember what kind of bird it was, that has like a one-liner in the Bible. I think it's in the book of Revelations. And it has like a, a one-line shot thingy. I'm going to have to look it up. You know, it's that one obscure. Does- that one doesn't surprise me. I mean, the book of Riff. Anything and everything. Don't even worry. Oh, yeah, which reminds me. Have you guys seen pictures that people have done or sculptures or dioramas or whatever the hell that people have done of Bible-accurate um, angels? No, but I have seen the one where people have done like Lego dioramas of some of the most horrific scenes in the Bible. And then there's uh, somebody else did a Bible for Bibles uh, for Sunday school uh, or a book for Sunday school where it takes the stories, but it takes them in their original context uh, as contextually as the Bible gets anyway, and made them like. They didn't make them horrible. The stories are horrible. They just stopped sugarcoating it and made it visually what represent what the words were saying. And it became this this book. It was the scenes were absolutely dis- horrible, disgusting. Like this is the cleanup after Rambo kind of shit. And I remember going. You know, they're not wrong. You know, the Bible is, it, regardless of whether you think it a fact or fiction, the Bible, the Quran, these religious texts are some of the bloodiest books we have on the planet. We have books about war that have less violence and gore in them. And, of course, people got really pissed off. They wanted it pulled off uh, whatever the shelves and all that other crap. And it's like, oh, what's happened? Oh, I'm sorry. The one who's telling me to not be so sensitive got their feelings hurt. Oh, don't be so sensitive. Again. Don't forget, again. Yeah. It's rules. They, they practice this crap of rules for thee, not for me kind of bullshit. And then, um, you know, if you catch them out, they get offended because they got caught out. You know, it's like I say when uh, you hear somebody who killed, uh, who goes to court, they f- are found guilty of murder. And then they cry and they say that they're so sorry they never meant to kill anybody. And it's like, no, actually, I think you're just crying because you got caught. Because during the entire time, before that, you made no apologies. You know, showed no remorse. You did nothing that indicated at all that you were sorry for what you did. But now that you're found guilty, wow. Either A, you have a really bad attorney, or B, you're lying son of a bitch. 
I know exactly what news article you're, you're making reference to here. But we're not going to name names, but um, if you go looking uh, in the current news, there is somebody that was sentenced to, uh, I think it was 11 years in jail. They're not currently in jail because pregnancy and suggested that, uh, you know, wait a little while before starting the sentence. Or, but um, look at that. Uh, it turns out that um, the Department of Justice found out uh, three days before they were scheduled to leave on a one-way flight to Mexico that they were going to leave the jurisdiction. And wow, you were arguing that uh, you're not a flight risk when that doesn't exactly fly right now, and that does it. Yes. Yes. Intentional to put it that way. So, yeah. Well, here's something that's more uh, closer to relevant. Um, this is taken from the headline of uh, NPR. An Iowa official's wife is charged with 52 counts of voter fraud in congressional race. So her husband actually lost the race. Um, she took and filled out and cast absentee vote votes or ballots uh, in favor of her husband, who is a Republican, right? Um, and this was in 2020. And she said she did it um, because there were people in the Vietnamese community who had a limited ability to read and understand English. Right. And yet, uh, she did it in the names of people who didn't even know they, their names were, that this was being done in their name. It's like, I'm sorry, if you're trying to help somebody, they should have knowledge that you're trying to help them. And instead, you're doing this without their consent. Um, yeah, we have terms for things like that. Fraud. <laughs> and she's you know, saying, oh, you know, I'm not guilty, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just like, by the way, here's the link for the show notes. Um, who were the biggest people, who were the loudest people claiming absentee or, or ballot fraud, mail-in voter fraud? It was Republicans. They were projecting again. How many Democrats did they catch doing voter fraud? I think I one Johnny homeowner or Jane homeowner or something like that. One lady, I think it was, or one guy uh, voted for their significant other who was on their deathbed and they died before it was technically uh, supposed to, before the submission. So, well, or they well, filled it out after the person died and submitted it. And that's what they got in trouble for uh, because the person had died. If I'm, if I'm remembering the wrong, uh, the same story. And, and by the way, as far as to how many, how many democratic um, people were found for voter fraud. Again, it was like a, a handful of of folks. But the story that you're referring to, if memory serves, woman filled in her ballot from her deathbed, sent it in, um, sent it in via mail. It was received. She died before election day, but because of that, they removed her ballot arguing that because she died before election day it no longer counts mm. even okay. though it was 
already sent in and accepted otherwise to be counted, which was still inside the time frame of when it was. I still have serious. I still have serious that particular. But the hell do I know? You know, I'm not a lawyer. Oh yes, yeah. and by the way, Stephanie had pointed out uh, from what you were saying before, Tech. They are not offended. They are embarrassed. I yeah, that's great. That that's an absolutely great way to say it. I would love to be able to say that you're right, except over the last few years, we've come to find out they don't care. It's not that they can't be embarrassed. It's that they just don't care. Well, that's not entirely true. Some care. There are plenty of people who do bad things for good reason. Okay. I'm waiting. A lot of politicians don't care. They're in it for me, 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 greed, 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 and all that. A lot of the billionaires don't care. Not all of them, but a, a large sum of them. Like a lot of people would say, oh, Bill Gates is just as bad as Musk or uh, Bezos. It's like, no, 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 no. You're, you're arguing apples to uh, rotten oranges. Um, there are rich people who have done good things with their money. And then there's Musk and Bezos. Um, so let's not go there. Okay. Uh, there are quite a few billionaires who have done truly horrible things. That's another show. But the point is, is that um, I have met Republicans who just general people, right? These are not people with PhDs. These are not people who are running for political office or billionaires or anything like that. These are just like you and I who really do want the country to be better the way they remember it. And I don't mean filled with racism, but they remember when racism wasn't a big topic. They remember when it wasn't being shoved down their throat because a lot of racism was happening Elsewhere wasn't happening around them. It wasn't in the news every day. And what they're fed up with is the constant news barrage of all the racial bullshit going on. Um, and by racial bullshit, I mean how we are we as a country overall are mistreating people of diversity. Okay. Uh, whether it's sexual diversity, skin color, background, whatever, okay, mental health, I don't care, any form of diversity, they get mistreated. They get prejudged. There's a lot of nastiness going on, and there's more of it in the news now. than. And they want quieter time. And let's be honest, if we put into place a lot of things that took care of that, if we put into place good mental health support, if we put into place laws that protected, that, that ensured the same protections for gay, bisexual, for the LGBTQ plus community, for um, people with different backgrounds and everything else, so that everybody had the same protection, Right. And the police calmed the hell down and stopped shooting people that didn't need to be shot, didn't put their, you know, and so on and so forth. A lot of that stuff in the news would calm down. And they would have that. 
but they don't they they can't believe that because they're so used to listening to the people who used to not lie to them who are currently lying to them and they have trouble believing that they're being lied to heck i know for a fact that the democratic side has lied as well i don't take the things that the democrats say as gospel i don't take anything any politician ever says as gospel I mean, I don't think any at, of us do. At, at first, when Joe Biden was saying that, you know, he's the most friendliest president ever to or, or the 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 out of all the presidents, he's the most friendly towards unions. At first, it was like, OK, that's it's a nice thing to say. I hope he is. You know, I have union history and I, I'm fully support unions. And um, then when the whole thing with the trains, I was like. Dude, you're friends of the union. Just nationalize it and get it over with. Nope. You screwed it up. Basically kicked him to the curb, so to speak, uh, because he was more interested in financial incentives than the human element. And that really bothered me. You know, that was a big letdown. And so when people were like, you know, fuck Biden, I was like, you know, screw him on that one issue because he screwed a lot of people. He screwed a whole bunch of people. People are critical to our infrastructure. However, he's done good too. And I can't, I can't only look at one side of the coin anymore. It's like looking at Trump. It's like, there is not, there is very little positive I can say about the man. Very little. But his administration did get one or two things okay. That's saying a lot for that administration. Yeah. But they did a lot of bad things. They made a lot of mistakes. And and not the kind that were like, oh, well, nobody could have predicted that. No, it's like, no, no, we could have predicted that. We did predict that. A lot of people predict that. And it happened that way. And it's like now Biden and team are trying to fix it. And they're getting pushed back on the fixing process because they're on the other side of the seats. It's like, this shit's got to stop, man. Yeah. So when I see my, uh, when I meet my fellow people out in public and they're dying old Republicans, it's like, well, hey, you know, aside from the fact that you're Republican, how do you feel about, you know, gun violence in the schools? You know, what do you think we could do to better uh, resolve that? And if I hear them say, well, just arm the teachers, I know who I'm dealing with. On the other hand, I've heard of, People who are devout Republicans say, yeah, we need better, we need gun reform. There are Republicans who say we need gun reform. The problem is nobody's listening to them. Um, for anybody that's wondering, is it possible for us to say that the former guy, I know, I know, just bear with me a second has only done evil, has only done bad, that we can't say that he did any good thing. Might I remind you, we can collectively agree in a very, very specific slice, Hitler, wait, just, just give me, Hitler yeah, I know where you're going with this. was excellent 
or Germany's economy. A very, very, very thin slice of what that man did was incredibly great for Germany's economy at the expense of millions of people around, but he brought their economy up. Now, and the problem is, is that people are, people will hear that. And the ones who have the knee jerk reactions, the ones who allow their response to literally lead everything that they do are saying, you're talking about positively about Hitler. You're a Nazi. I, everything you say is invalid. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And that makes an excellent point. When you see people like that, when you hear people like that, those are the people who can only see the surface of things. They have a knee-jerk response. They will only do that knee-jerk response, and then they will stick with it, and then they won't reevaluate. And let's also be fair. It's really, really damn difficult to try to separate the monster from the man who ended up being an incredible albeit uh, accidental economist for one of the worst regimes this has ever known. Now, that being have, having said that, can I say that the former guy got anything right or good? At this point in the game, I can't point to anything that he didn't accomplish anything. It's just that where I am, the perspective that I have, the, the knowledge and detail that I have currently, I don't have anything that qualifies for me at this time. But again, looking back onto Germany, talking back. Uh, uh, all right, no, wait a minute. Uh, uh, okay, so it's 40s, 50s, 70s. It's been a long time that we had to analyze and the further back you look in history especially history the better what we know is able to value got more information doesn't mean that we necessarily it and simply look at it and go yeah yeah take everything out of the equation uh, yeah but um, the rest of that equation's kind of important see facts don't care about feelings they never have just like science doesn't care about feeling okay um unless you're a psychology major unless you're a psychology major (laughs) but but science doesn't care about feelings because science is a tool it's like a hammer okay it's not a religion it's not a belief system it's a system of different tools so it's a giant tool of a collective that is designed to help us understand how things work Okay. If you want to understand how the sun works, that takes science. If you want to understand how the stars move and the planets move and the galaxies line up and everything else, that takes science, not mysticism. It takes science. If you want to understand why your person down the street is having a mental breakdown, science can play the play in that, again, with psychology and, and different uh, and, and psychiatry and so on and so forth. But emotions aren't linked to. Um, pure rationality, you know, the 
people have emotions over irrational things. They have irrational thoughts. They don't... We are meat, and we are animals. Okay, we are not computers. We're not Vulcans. Well, they have emotions, too. Hold on. They repress it and have, you know, yeah. So, anyway, uh, getting out of the science fiction star of it. Nerd card! Yeah, yep, we were even our nerd cards. But the point is that um, your science doesn't care about your facts, or, or your feelings. So, when I hear somebody say, F your feelings, I was like, oh, are you going to be providing me with factually accurate or scientifically or empirical evidence of something or you know have you done used uh, particular science tools to give me fact facts that are accurate and so on or are you just telling me screw my feelings because you have a different opposing viewpoint however you got there and you refuse to acknowledge that i have a different viewpoint than you so yeah i mean It's all over the place, man. We're a mess. The human species is a mess. If we're still alive in a thousand years as a species, uh, that'll be a hell of a surprise. It would be for me because if I'm around for years from. Hey, if there's a higher power out there that can say, oh, yeah, um, you know, your punishment is to live for another thousand years to see what helps or what happens. Go ahead. Pick me. Come on. Let's do this. Make me outlive all my family and friends and make me watch the earth for the next thousand years to see what the hell we do. Go ahead. I guarantee it's not going to happen. Why? Because there's nothing up there. Turn me into Cain. Go ahead. I dare double dog, triple dog, dare any deity that actually exists to turn me into Cain. No, I doubt it. Before uh, right. before we get uh, before we get done, really quickly, uh, Stephanie also uh, posted over here: a proportional representation breaks the two opposing armies' mentality. Meaning in 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 politics, take a look at the EU Parliament. Yes, they have a nice sprinkling of fanatics, but those are few. Yeah, there are um, there are a lot of problems that we have here in the as to governmental work. And a lot of it comes down to the unfairness that has been baked. But that is a much larger piece that we sure as shit don't have enough time to talk about because, well, we're getting pretty close to having to wrap things anyway. So uh, let's just let's just agree to agree. God, that feels good to be sort of you know agree. Agree to disagree. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, and say anytime anybody says, well, let's just agree to disagree. Uh, no. No, and, and fuck all the fuck of you that want to go on that angle, because if you want to say, let's, a, let's agree to disagree on factual information, I believe the expression I'm looking for here is, oh, fuck yourself. Yeah, it's, it's one thing if you are both philosophical majors. Or, or just discussing philosophies. You can agree to disagree in a philosophy. That's not a problem. But when you're talking about facts, okay, under standard algebraic equations, two plus two 
equals 4. To say otherwise is factually inaccurate. Therefore, if you tell me 2 plus 2 equals 5, and I say you're wrong, and you go, well, I agree to agree, you're still wrong. You can agree to disagree all you want. You are wrong, because 2 plus 2 equals 5 disagrees with, is proven wrong by experiment. Thank you, Richard Feynman. Rest in peace. I miss you. He is one of the great speakers on the scientific system. Well, that uh, there's a book. Surely you must be joking, Mr. Feynman. Okay, I, I've, I'm re-listening to it again. That's uh, why he came up in my thought. Uh, let me double-check that thought. Surely... Let me double-check. Surely you... Sorry. Surely you're joking, Mr. Feynman. And what it is, is... He's told his, uh, he's told countless people throughout the years different stories and events throughout his life, uh, things that happened to him, and they turned it into a collective work in a book. Um, and it's fantastic. It's absolutely a book that ever, I think I'm not a fan of nonfiction. I like my science fiction. I like my fantasy. I like RPG, lit RPGs. I, I like a, a lot of things that take me out of reality and into the fantastical. And this is all reality. But when you, when you read it, it's like, whoa, you know, he's telling story. He was telling stories about Los Alamos that you're like, no, there's no way that we couldn't envision the kind of lack of security that they had around the material, uh, the documentation, such of making the new, the, the atomic bomb. Okay, but he talks about the safes and their padlocks and bypassing them <clears throat> just by jiggling a bar and all that other. Um, but in one of his uh, recordings where he was brought in to teach a class and they had recorded it, he told the class really specifically, if it disagrees, it doesn't matter how beautiful your hypothesis is. It doesn't matter who the person is that makes it. If it disagrees with experiment, it is wrong. And that's where science says, I don't care about your feelings. Here's the evidence. That is, um, that is, one, of the, that is one of the lines. If I, I, I can't go looking right now, but in the Discord channel for uh, HCTV, we do have a collection of photos pictures uh quote unquote memified information but uh you know wh whenever we get some great quote that uh, that ends up being important something and it's uh in a photo medium oh yeah you'll you'll end up fine sooner or later it's just worth it. um and stephanie i'm kind of giving you the, the last one over here uh saying the biggest joke is the various factions of our who want their system to be adopted and would rather stay with the status quo than accept any other. I will accept good enough. Oh, something to be said for that. Inertia I wouldn't accept sucks. good enough. The problem with good enough is good enough is only good right now. What we need is a continuation of that statement about good enough. It needs to be good enough for the future. 
we need to look ahead and stop just us. And that's really hard in civilizations and in societies where the majority of the people are suffering so much from inflation being caused by greed that, you know, they can work double jobs, two jobs, three jobs, and they still can't put food on the table. That's we need to go ahead and wrap stuff up over here. So um I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wrap us together really quickly with just thanks for believing in us and all of you for whatever reason found something worthwhile with us. Seriously. We thank you. We do still hope that we're so always everybody again thanks for being uh it's just going to be one of those uh it, it's going to be one of those closings for now where uh i'm the tired is getting into my brain and mm-hmm. it is smoothing out and i can almost detect it happening that's not a good i still have some work so let's just Call it a night for right now. Uh, Stephanie, Felis, guys, thank you. I know it's only you guys that end up showing up time, but the only one. Know full well that there are several people that end up watching the videos afterwards. One comment. So please know that you are known. Thank you very much. Heck, glad we're able to do. It. And as as always, I'm looking yeah, forward. Yeah, didn't fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> this time. Well, what, you know how it is. As soon as we have a guest on the show, that's nap time. Yeah. Let's not do that. That was a joke. I've done that once. <laughs> yeah, I but you didn't snore to... into the microphone. No, but I was nodding off on the camera. And I was in uh, Canada. Well, I've nodded off on the camera. Again, you didn't snore into the microphone. No. But I was tired. It happens. Anyhow, take care of yourself, men. Have yourself a good, safe week, and hopefully a relatively dry one, because it's been soaking wet up over here. Above and below freezing, just enough where everything is mud up by me. Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Bridget, you're not asleep, so you have no excuse. Who gets your big uh, flying asshole award of the week? I'm going to give that one to Chancellor Schultz. Wow. Free the lepers, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back this one up because I, I, I've, been, I've been left in the dust on this one. Who, what, now, what? Chancellor Schultz in Germany. In his whole, he doesn't want people to send leopard tanks over to Ukraine for whatever reason, and people have to have permission, people in other countries have to have permission from Germany to send them. <laughs> Just go fuck yourself, man. It's going to be more people dead because of that. Something tells me I missed out on a news story, and I'm probably going to end up finding out about that tomorrow. Alright, then. That's fair enough. Um... 
I, I, th- I think I want to add one, and I think this is going to continue to be a, a running thing for anybody that knows about it, and, and you should. Mr. Santos, you can go fuck yourself all the way back to Long Island. Oh, he's such a joke. Oh my god. The guy was in Dragon Rio. And, and, no, you know. ne- never mind that piece. For, if nothing else, tainting the name Santos, which I had only ever heard in the realm of resident-elect Matthew Santos on the West Wing. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, season seven spoiler, Matt Santos does win as president. If you haven't watched the, the West Wing, I'm sorry, I've spoiled it. For you. Sorry. <laughs> you, you, you really should. Should that? Yes, yeah. people should. Excellent. Excellent. Um, and you know what? You know what? If anybody does not have access to the West Wing themselves, Sign up for an account with Plex for free and let me know. And I will share the West Wing so you can watch it from my server. I make that I make that offer. Anyway, you all have yourselves a great night. Uh we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next week, right back here, as time permits. Uh, if you want to get the audio version of the show, or if you'd like to be in contact with us over on the website, holycrapthevlogcast.com, as mentioned, we have a Discord server, so links for that are in the show notes, so you can at any time you like. Phone number, if you'd like to leave a message, 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554, and again, just thanks for being with us. Thanks for being with us little project that we do that virtually nobody hears about but you know what keep plugging away why sooner or later so you all have a good week healthy please stay safe if you can get them get n95 masks please i got a bunch of them for uh myself and little one and as a reminder if you get disposable uh, N95 masks, which we did, you can reuse them. You don't have to get rid of them after one day of use. You can use them several times. Just space it out over like a three-day rotation, according to what I was able to learn up a little bit. We will end up, uh, you know what? We'll see what we what information we can pull together for you for next week, and see about having a slightly medically centric show. Give you guys a little bit more information as to what's happened over the last you know, little bit, because there's stuff to worry about, stuff that you don't have to worry about quite so much, and then there's very much the yeah, you should have been doing this. So keep that in mind. We'll see you then. Till that next time, as always. I wish you the peace have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And it is coming up onto the year without my lady. Ujin. 
I love you. Miss you. Be moving. So until the next time we're together, everyone, as always. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>